Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Grown Up Kids. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we're being joined by a brand new guest. Welcome to the show, Stephanie Arps. Hopefully I got that right. You did. You did. Thank you. (laughs) Happy to be here. Good. Yeah, we're excited to have a new perspective because we've kind of been having a lot of repeat guests lately, Mm -hmm. so it's nice to have a new face. Um, so, since you're a new face, we have not done a Disney profile in a while, so we get to hear your Disney profile. It's been a while. It has. It's been, like, quite a few episodes. Um, so, how did you get into Disney, as we like to say? (laughs) Um, I guess I got into Disney like most people. Like, my mom and dad love Disney. Like, well, my mom is really into Disney, and then my dad's really into, like, Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Yes. Um, like, my dad (laughs) is a... Like, I'm pretty sure he has the same shirt you're wearing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He loves Tigger. So I just remember, like, always watching the movies as a kid. And then, like, when they started releasing them on DVD as opposed to VHS, my mom always buying them. The first movie I ever saw in a movie theater was actually Little Mermaid. Nice. Very nice. I always try and remember. I think it was Beauty and the Beast. Time-wise, it lines up for it to be Beauty and the Beast. I don't know if my mom would remember, though. I should ask her. I think mine was Toy Story. I think we've probably said this about 20 times on the podcast, too, but that's okay. (laughs) There's going to be a quiz at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember years from now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember seeing it. I just know that that's when I that was. Yeah, I'm going to ask my mom this week. Text her right now. Um, So who would you say is your favorite character? Well, that's easy. It's Tinkerbell. Oh, I think that's a first. I think that's a first for the podcast. I have always loved Tinkerbell. I've loved her since I was a kid. I love a lot of other characters. I was really, like, overanalyzing this question because I, like, love so many characters. But, like, I just love Tinkerbell. She's, I don't know, she's sassy. She's full of attitude. And, like, I love the Tinkerbell movies. Like, Mm -hmm. that is, like, when they came out with those, that was, like, my family. I was, like, in high school, and my family was, like, buying me the movies for (laughs) Oh, I love I yeah. love those movies. They're super cute. Yeah, they're oh, actually really well done. So good. They're really good. So I, it's Tinkerbell, hands down. So. And I also love Secret Wing. The se- Secret <gasps> Wings. <laughs> secret Wings? No, I do. I yeah, love with the Periwinkle. Never yeah, Periwinkle, her sister. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love the Never Beast, but I can't watch it too much because I always cry. Like every time. I just always I don't think that I've watched that one. We haven't seen oh, the Beast. It's on Netflix, I think. Well, it's Ooh. on the Canadian Netflix. I have I'll have to check it out. It's on the American Netflix. I also have yet to see Pirate Fairy. And yeah. I want to see that one. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But I I've seen them. all the others. I love yeah, them. No, I have them all. The Lost so. Treasure. And there's another one. I don't know. The Great Escape. The Great Escape. I like those. <laughs> They're all very cute. So, what is your all-time favorite Disney movie? Okay, I narrowed it down to two and a half <laughs> Okay, that works. Um, so, my favorite two movies are Mary Poppins and Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I, again, this 
is a struggle, but I narrowed it down to the ones that I like to watch over. Not that I don't like to watch all of them, but if I can only watch two over and over and over, yeah, then probably two. But I have to give a shout out to Moana. Yes. Because I, and not necessarily for myself, I do love it, but my daughter is absolutely obsessed with Moana. She has like a little Moana doll and like Aww. she's, I think in the, she's a year and a half and I've probably watched Moana more than anything ever. <laughs> Moana, Moana, like we watched it when she was, we will watch it like four times in a day when we're stuck at home because we can't go outside. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so cute. <laughs> That's what I would do with Aladdin. That yeah, is what no, I did with Aladdin, yeah. Yeah, so I kind of have to give a little shout out to Moana there. So for for Moana being such a new movie, I think that she's really stolen a lot of people's hearts. She Even really has. like not just like, you know, little kids, but I mean older fans of Disney in general, I think love Moana. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, so- I do. My husband makes fun of it, though, because he's like, he's like, the moral of that story is don't listen to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's but... not what it's about. It was better than that. It's about so being fun. a strong woman. <laughs> yeah. Going after what you want in life. Being Lots a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Ambitious. Being a Slytherin. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Slytherin, so. Yeah, he should get it. I think Moana's a Slytherin. She's very ambitious. She is. And she's Here. cunning to get um, Maui. Maui to agree to go on her yeah. adventure. Oh, yeah. She's kind of like a, what do you guys call it, a slither door? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, like she's yeah. kind of like really brave, but she's definitely like knows what she wants and like goes for it and is very ambitious in getting her goals and ways. I like that. Yeah. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so have you been to um, any of the Disney parks? Yeah. I went... Actually, you guys read my story once um, when I told my about the fireworks. That was like one of your first episodes in Dumbo, oh, actually. Yeah. Yes. I haven't been in a very long time, and it was, uh, it was, I figured out what was being celebrated, though. When I went, it was Disney, it was the year Disney would have turned 100. Oh, okay. So that's what they were celebrating that year we were Got there. It. Um, but uh, it's been, that's like, oh, almost 20 years ago now that I oh. So oh. It's not easy to get to Disney from Canada. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. Quite, it's quite expensive to, to fly, especially where I live. I'm kind of in the middle of nowhere. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not. We're planning our next Disney trip for January 2020 because my daughter will be just over three. So I think it'll be a that's good, good time age. to take her. Yeah. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, that's good. So do you have a favorite park that you remember? I picked Animal Kingdom, and the reason I picked Animal Kingdom is um, that was the first park we went to. That was, like, my first experience in a Disney park was walking into Animal Kingdom. That was the first one we walked in, and I just remember that big tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then I just, and, like, we went and did, um, what's the, it's, it's a tough to be a bug. That, yeah. And, like, you're walking and you get closer and closer and closer. And, like, the detail that's in that tree. I just remember being unreal. So that's my yeah. pick is my favorite part. Although I did love Epcot. Like, we did the the world. And mm-hmm. I love stopping in all the countries. And I still have, like, all my pins. And I have pins from the different countries. And That's uh, fun. I did like that one too. Yeah. Man, from 20 years ago, too. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have all my pins. They're packed away in storage. But I have all my pins and I have my autograph book still. Perfect. 
I have so many <laughs> autograph books from when I was little because my <laughs> parents would like get me one every time and I didn't care if I already had that autograph. I yep. just wanted oh, to no. get all of them again. My yeah. first time was when I was 17 and your mom bought me an autograph uh, book. And yeah, she's like, you have to do this. <laughs> I was and, like, all right. <laughs> yeah. When I go again, I'm totally going to get another autograph book. I'll get Finley one and I'll get one for me. I have, to have, I have to have my own. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, do you have a different favorite Disney memory that you want to share or do you want? No, I saved my favorite one. Oh, for, okay. Uh, I do have a couple that I I did uh, that I do really like, but this one kind of relates back to my favorite character. So I don't know if it's different now, but when I went um, to Disney, there every character kind of had a spot, and they were all around the park. But there was no Tinkerbell. There was no Tinkerbell anywhere. I saw like all the princesses, and we saw like bad guys and Mary Poppins and all these characters, but there was no Tinkerbell, and she was my favorite. And I remember being so upset about it. Like, yeah. I spent all day in Magic Kingdom and didn't see Tinkerbell. So then there was a fireworks show that night, and she, like, uh, zip lines from the top of the castle and down. And I remember being like, well, hold that's on, hold on. She flies from the castle. Sorry, sorry, sorry. She flies <laughs> okay. from the castle. That's, I, I'll take that correction. That's, that's good. Um, she, uh... She flies. Sorry, from the top I didn't of mean the to like, stop. No, yourself. that's okay. And I just remember, <laughs> I remember being a kid and being like, "Well, that's why she's not anywhere to get an autograph because she's got to like introduce the show. Yeah. <laughs> she's up and she's too important to have a, oh, a, so a area for a signature. So that's my. And then my other favorite Disney memory is a very new one. It's that uh, being a new mom, I've. I've gotten to watch Moana a thousand times, and every time I watch, they just love that I can like enjoy this with my daughter. Aww, it's just amazing yeah. to to have her and to see that she'll like actually sit and watch these movies with me. She won't watch anything else, but she'll watch Disney movies with me. So that's awesome. So one that made me really smile, and two when you talk, I knew where you were going with that Tinkerbell story, and when you got there, I legit got chills. <laughs> she, she pointed down at her arms to me. It was the best thing ever. Like, I just remember being, like, blown away. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. I love that whole show. That whole show was amazing, but, like, Tinkerbell flying, it was, like, I'd spent all day looking for her, and it was so disappointing, and then it was, like, there she is, and it was just, like, it was the best. It That's was the awesome. Best <laughs> it's true magic. It is. It is. Yeah. They do, you'll be happy to know that they do have a Tinkerbell meet and greet now. Oh, good, so. good, good, good. It'll be my first stop. Yes. You shrink down to her size so you can meet her properly. <gasps> yes. Oh, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, to the, uh... To the proper agenda. Here. Actual <laughs> podcast discussion. Today we are discussing Treasure Island, which is... The first of many live-action films to come in this span of the 50s that Walt did more live-actions than animations. <laughs> Goodbye, package films. Hello, live-action. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's true. Um, I'm kind of with you there, Megan, on the package films being done. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind them. They weren't terrible, but, yeah. you know. They weren't amazing. Right? I appreciate their history and like yeah. some of the shorts I enjoyed, but I can't say I enjoyed all of them. Yeah, no. I agree. And yeah, I just was like so eager to get to Cinderella. 
<laughs> so it was like a drag to get yeah. there, but we made it. We made it. But we made it. Yes, All right. Yes. I do appreciate that I got the, to experience these movies that I never saw, but I am happy to move on from them. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, guys, I did just text my mom to find out what movie I saw in theaters for the first time. And it was Land Before Time. Oh. That's so sad. Yeah. But my first Disney movie was The Lion King. Oh. So you were wrong on two accounts. I was wrong on both. (laughs) I could have sworn it would have been Beauty and the Beast. That's okay. Lion King is equally as amazing. Wait, what year was was, was Beauty and the Beast? Uh, wasn't it? Is it 89? I think Little Mermaid's 89. Lion King oh. is 94, right? No, Lion King is yeah. 95. Oh. Isn't it? No, oh, Toy Story is 90. 95. <laughs> oh, Toy Story is 95. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I was, I thought- maybe it was 93 that Beauty and the Beast came out, in which case I was probably too that young. Was I was guess. three. That was mm-hmm. my guess. All right, Meg, do you know what time it is? I do. It is time <laughs> for the 32nd Disney, Disney Dash! Dash. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Are you gonna go first? Sure, I'll go first. Pull up your little stopwatch. I'm ready. Alright. Three, two, one. Dude in a bar has a secret map to Treasure Island and entrusts it to a young boy named Jim. He teams up with Long John Silver to get a crew together to find it. Plot twist! Long John Silver is actually a pirate and wants a treasure for himself and turns against Jim. In the end, a weird guy who's gone nutso leads them to piles and piles of gold. Dang, that was very concise. Boom! 15! <laughs> it wasn't good, though, but, it, but I got it done. I don't think I can follow that. Like, that was impressive. <laughs> I'll try and go next. But, like, Katie should have gone last. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, are you ready? As sure. ready as you'll be? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> three, two... One. Okay, so we have Jim Hawkins, and he gets this Flint map from Billy Bones, and then Jim Trelawney and the Doc are sent. Uh, they they set sail with Captain Smoltz and some questionable crew members, which include Long John Silver. Jim bonds with Long John Silver. Then there's like mutiny, 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 treasure, treasure. Good guys win, and Jim helps John get away with the treasure. Nice. 20. I liked that. What are you talking about? Twenty seconds. Oops. <laughs> That was good. It's better you than put, mine's gonna be. You like remembered all the characters. I'm just like I don't remember all their names, so I'm just only gonna name the two I remember for sure. <laughs> I have my cheat sheet, so it's okay. I wrote, I write mine down every single time because I'd be lost without it. I like when Meg wings it. That's my favorite. Uh, you should wing it today. I'm about to. Okay. <laughs> Can you mark? I still need a little cheating here. That's fine. Good set. <laughs> Go. Okay, so we have Jim who finds a map in a bar that he works at, and then it gets uh, stolen by Long John Silver, who becomes a pirate all of a sudden, and he, it's really confusing, and I get really lost in the middle of the movie. There's a Trelawney, and that really caught my attention, and I thought that that was cool. Um, and then this like weird homeless guy on an island takes them to the treasure. And people die. <laughs> you made it under 30. <laughs> you got 28. <laughs> a homeless guy. Wow. He is. Oh he is like a 
abandoned oh, there. That one really threw me off when that guy showed up. It was like, what? Who's what? <laughs> Dude, was crazy. The music for him killed me. <laughs> How I it was like, it. it was just like, you know, it reminded me of the Brady Bunch. Like the music <laughs> in between scenes, whenever it'll just be like this, this like little jingle of like, oh, time is passing. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this him running. It was like that kind of music. I'm like, this just doesn't match. <laughs> it made me laugh. That dude can make his eyes go so wide. Yeah, he's a little yeah. cray. A little cray. Alrighty. <laughs> History? Yes. Okay, so Treasure Island is a 1950 live-action film produced by Walt Disney Productions. It was adapted from Robert Louis Stevenson's 1883 novel, Treasure Island. Um, It stars our boy Bobby Driscoll again (laughs) as Jim Hawkins and Robert Newton as Long John Silver. He basically created that character, FYI, which is really cool. And he creates pirate talk. Like, the the origin of pirate talk is Robert Newton. so I thought that was super, super cool. And I know that that was a fun fact, and I'm sorry that I just took it from you. No, it's okay. But, okay. Treasure Island <laughs> is notable for being Disney's first completely live-action film and is the first screen version of Treasure Island made in color. It's kind of cool. And it was filmed in England on location and at Denham Film Studios in Buckinghamshire. That's a fun name. Buckinghamshire. Buckinghamshire. It's like Buckingham Palace. But in the Shire, is that where, like, the hobbits live? I don't know. But... Yeah, these where the hobbits live. <laughs> these are the English hobbits. The English hobbits in Buckinghamshire. Okay. I'm sorry to anybody who lives in England and if you find that offensive. We love you, <laughs> love honestly. You. We're just really weird. <laughs> oh, all right, fun fact. Does anyone have anything to add to history? Uh... Meh. No, I tried to look up what was happening in nineteen in seventeen sixty five in history, but there wasn't anything too interesting. So, pirates were abound, and yeah. almost the birth of America. Almost the birth of America. <laughs> yeah, there was one spot in there about like uh, the colony in Quebec, which is like one mm. of the first Canadian colonies. But I, I just kind of skipped over it. <laughs> well, you still brought it to the table right now, so good yeah, job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so fun facts. It was kind of a little harder to find fun facts for this one for some reason, but hopefully I pulled some that were interesting. So like Mike said, it was filmed in England, not the West Indies, which I think is where it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, Bobby Driscoll. The island that, like, is supposed to be Treasure Island is actually in the Virgin Islands. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Like the true, real... Real time life. Real time life. Treasure (laughs) Island. The the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, So Bobby Driscoll actually only had a three month work permit in England. So all of his scenes were shot first. So it was way out of continuity and it was in order to complete his role in time. Yes. I don't think that you have this in here, but there was a reason why they filmed it in England. Do you know why? No. Okay. So they filmed this movie in England because during the war, there was something that happened with, like, Walt's profit from the films that were put out in England. Um, All the money that he made in England couldn't leave England for whatever reason because of something that went on with the war. So he had to spend that money in England, Mm. which is why he went there and then spent it filming these. He filmed Treasure Island and... 
the I think the next live action that we're doing. Robin Hood and his Merry Men? Robin Hood, yeah. He filmed Treasure Island and Robin Hood, both in the UK, to eat up the funds that he made during the war in England. That's oh, cool. that's interesting. Yeah. So he might not have filmed it in England otherwise. Yeah. So I wonder where he would. Maybe he would have actually gone to the West Indies. <laughs> I bet he would because he's super into, like, being authentic right. with, like, where it should. Though the beginning of the movie did take place in England, like, in the film. So that was... Mm-hmm okay but then they like sailed Sailed. out to wherever so treasure treasure island was one of the first disney movies to be shown on tv i don't know if that's live action or just disney in general but uh it was shown as probably the first movie because i think that the other things that were shown on tv were the package films but they were like divided up into just shorts so like just the shorts were shown on tv not the full thing. Maggie always got my back. I try. <laughs> um, they, so they were shown as, it was shown as part of the Disneyland television program. Which won an Emmy. That program? Well, that show did. The Disneyland television program won an Emmy. Not necessarily for, yes. What's the Disneyland television program? It like turned into Walt's Wonderful World of Color. Do you know what that show is? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. So it's like the very early stages of that show. Okay. Thank cool. you for making us explain that because I'm just yeah. like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was the first Disney live action film to be shown completely on TV, but it was in two one hour installments shown a week apart. That's so weird. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, we have seasons now. So like every yeah. Sunday something comes out or every Tuesday or whatever. So that get this is just the way hmm. they did that. And it was broadcast again in that same format in the 1960s once it did change to Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. So it was on both platforms. Got it. Of the show that was the same thing. Hmm. Um it was one of the first films to be re-released to theaters after being shown on TV. Um, as Meg pointed out, Robert Newton's performance as Long John Silver is so iconic. It It is the very original Origin. birthplace of pirate talk. Yeah. That's like where the R came from that we know for pirates to be now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Stephanie. Um, I know when I looked him up, too, like, he played Long John Silver, like, in a few other things, like, on shows and stuff. Like, they made a show. And then he did yeah. actually play Blackbeard in the movie also after Uh, Treasure Island. Yeah, I know that, like, he took this role even outside, like, the Long John Silver movies that came after Treasure Island weren't even produced by Disney, but he took his character persona of Long John Silver to that movie and, like, did his own thing. So he just, like, took on this persona and, like, kind of owned it. While I was watching it, because I knew this fact while I was watching it, and it's like, he's just so absolutely 100% pirate and it's weird to me that before him that didn't exist but like this is what I know to be a pirate Mm -hmm. because he started and he his persona and like how he takes on Long John Silver he had to have been massive direct inspiration to Johnny Depp oh yeah for Jack Sparrow like they are just like one in the same I thought of Barbosa a lot yeah Barbosa too with the apple? Yes. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Oh. 
as soon as they started talking about the apples, they were talking yeah. about the apples, wanting apples, and all this about wonderful apples when you're on the ship. And it made me think huh. of Captain Barbosa, like right away when he talks about how yeah. like, they can't taste the apple anymore. And it was like instant. Hmm. I wonder if they, like, I bet I'm that was sure. like a direct influence. Yeah. We'll get to that in four years. We'll bring it up again. <laughs> yeah. Remember back in 2018 when we were talking about Treasure Island? <laughs> so do you guys remember back in the old days? I don't know if you can still do this. On Facebook, you could, like, switch your language. Yeah. You could switch it to pirate language. So you have Robert Newton to thank for that. Mm. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. It would You're be right. like, instead of like a notification, it would be like, swab the plank or whatever. <laughs> that made no sense. Swab the poop deck. Walk the plank. <laughs> swab okay. the plank. I wish our episodes were actually titled Weird Things, because that would be it. That would be the title. <laughs> anyway, before I embarrass myself more, uh, there are no women in this entire film. Except for, like, random extras I in the back, I guess, but I didn't that. even see them. I thought about that while we were watching it. I was like, this is a very, uh, male cast. There's a lot of testosterone <laughs> going on here. Yes. I did, uh, well, my husband watched it with me, and I brought that, I had the papers in front of me, and I was like, oh, there's no women in here. And he's like, yeah, because it's bad luck to have women on a ship. Which Aww. is, like, something they bring up in Pirates of the Caribbean, that like when Kira Knightley's character, um, Elizabeth Swan's on the hmm. ship, it's like bad luck to have a woman on the ship. And I believe they bring it up in Muppet Treasure Island also that like, it's not a good thing to have a girl on the ship. So. Us women are trouble. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I'm okay with being <laughs> trouble. <laughs> I knew you were trouble when you boarded my ship. <laughs> I knew you were trouble when you walked in. When you walked the plank. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got it now. <laughs> uh, in 1951, uh, Lux Radio Theater, I don't know what that is, but they're a radio station, Cool. broadcast a 60-minute radio adaption of the movie, and Bobby Driscoll did reprise his role for that. So that's kind of cool. This so kid that is means... everywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he's yeah. not going away yet, for anybody <laughs> who's wondering. Meg's like over poor Bobby. I, I like him still. I no, I, I like he's okay. Get used okay, to him. question though. Does anybody else think that Millie Bobby Brown kind of looks like him from Stranger Things? I don't see it, but you said that last when, night. She's eleven. I, yeah, I guess I can see that. Like I can see that. I don't see it. You don't see it? No. Picture her with I a went, shaved head shaved head. I did, but I don't see it. I would say more when he's younger, like when you look yeah. at pictures and videos of him when he's older, it's not as much, but I would say definitely when he's younger. Well, you got one fan. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I think that, that she kind of looks like him. So Meg mentioned that this, or one of us mentioned that this is the first like fully live, a live action and mm -hmm. Walt actually did consider putting in a brief animated sequence because he's Walt Disney, you know, <laughs> and it was called Reynard the Fox and it would have been a story that Jim was told by Long John Silver. So they decided to leave it out, but that concept art later became the basis for Robin Hood. Mm. So maybe that'll come up later on when we do Robin Hood. Yeah, that's mm. interesting. So Robin Hood should have been Reynard, which is a really interesting Reynard. name. Yes. 
I have to say, I, I'm kind of happy that there's no um, animation. Yeah. In it would have been know, really I weird. Know, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would have really fit, so I'm happy that it's not. I, I don't really think that the animation fit in So Dear to My Heart, so... I think that I would have felt the same way if animation had been put in this film. I would have felt even yeah. worse. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was fun. So there was an uncredited set builder. His name is Gus Walker. Gus Gus. And he <laughs> recalls getting a ladder so that Walt could climb up and see for himself that the roof tiles that they had on the buildings weren't actually real. They were painted. So they must have looked pretty darn good huh. for Walt to be like, no, those have to be real. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny story and I, walt is he's so funny i love walt i know last fun <laughs> fact um just about treasure island itself there are more than 50 film and tv adaptions of this story that's so we've crazy. got the muppets which we mentioned we have this uh, just a ton there was ones before this too but they yes. were just not in color this is the first color adaptation it featured in technicolor technicolor it says it right on the poster. Yeah, it does. All right. Alrighty. Moving along to them characters. Um, I'm going to need help here because I don't know who some of these people are. <laughs> well, look at this. Oh, we have an goodness. expert here. This Her is name true. is Stephanie. <laughs> I don't think I'm an expert. I just really, I just really liked this movie. <laughs> Disclaimer. Me and Meg did not follow along with this movie very well. It was hard for us to, like, get it was into hard, it. Yeah, I think it was just hard for me to, like, become engaged in it, to pay attention enough to, like, understand everything. However, when we said that before we started recording, Stephanie was appalled. So she's a big fan. <laughs> she is the positive light on this movie for us. So we're super happy she's here. Yeah. Um, uh, so first character is Jim Hawkins. Do you know who that is? It's Bobby Driscoll, a.k.a. Millie Bobby Brown, <laughs> a.k.a. Eleven. A.k.a. Peter Pan. A.k.a. Peter Pan. Yeah, that's not true. Um, he, I like his character in this movie, yeah. I will say. I think that he, um, shows good courage and strength. In, like, the storyline that he has to follow in terms of, like, you know, Long John Silver, like, changes sides so many times in this movie. And, like, this Jim Hawkins, kid. he, like, he keeps up with them, you know? I mean, he's, like, on his toes the whole time about Long John Silver. And he keeps that map for a really long time hidden before it, unfortunately, gets taken from him. And I just think that before it falls out of his shirt yeah. and vest. yeah. But that's because he gets blood poisoning because he was, like, Got shot. shot. This kid is resilient. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gryffindor. I, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, th I found it really brave when he, like, takes it upon himself to, like, go out into get the ship and, like, mm -hmm. take the ship back. Like, that's, that's, like, crazy for a little kid. Like, he's. Yeah. And I would definitely say Gryffindor. I, I feel like I have to agree with you there. Yeah. He doesn't get shot. He gets stabbed in the, oh, that's in right, the arm. That's right. Remember, he's like yeah, climbing up like, the top of the ship to like take it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's totally a Gryffindor. Yeah, definitely. Long John Silver, kind of a bad dude. Kind of a good dude. Kind, kind of bad of again. Bad. Back I, and forth. Yeah. 
I don't I, know. Okay, so first of all, I appreciate the talent of the acting oh, yeah. of Long John Silver. Yeah. He's amazing. Every time I talk about him, I just want to like squint my eye. I know. I'm like, <laughs> and then I like want to have like a pirate on my or a, a pirate on my shoulder, a parrot on <laughs> my shoulder. Do you want to have a parrot on your shoulder and swab the plank? Yes. <laughs> um, go ahead, Stephanie. Do you remember the parrot's name? No. No, do tell. It's Flint, Captain Flint. Oh, that's right. Now that you say it. Because Flint is the guy that is the original owner of the map, right? Mm. He's, it's his treasure. It's Flint's that's treasure. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember something. There we go. Yeah. There is a TV show that's a prequel to Treasure Island that I watched. So I don't know how Ooh, like, accurate huh. it is to the book. But it does exist. That's cool. That is cool. Um... So, yeah, I mean, like, Long John Silver is kind of a great character. He, like, jumps back and forth a lot. Go ahead, Katie. Now I know why that restaurant is called Long John Silver's. Why? Because it's the pirate dude. I thought that was just a made-up name, but it's from Treasure Island. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Have you, like, never seen any Treasure Island ever? No, I haven't. I haven't. But he makes phenomenal hush puppies. He does. Yeah. hush puppy. It's just oh, fried it's dough. It's just fried dough. Oh, it's so good. And it's so good. Okay. Everything in America's fried. Like <laughs> literally everything. <laughs> I, I did know that. I, I did know that. But I wasn't really sure what a hush puppy is. I don't know if I've really ever had that before. They're pretty but. good. Can I do a side story about fried foods? Sure. My friend, my best friend, her cousin came in from oh my God, uh, Venezuela. They're actually Italian, but they were living in Venezuela. And, um, they were exposed to all this fried food and they thought it was delicious and they're like, oh, haha, Americas will fry anything. And, you know, my friend Christy was like, yeah, they will. And then they're like, just imagine, totally joking, being completely <laughs> sarcastic. They're like, fried vegetables. And we're like, actually, like that's we have thing. those. That's and thing. they like, they lost <laughs> yeah. it. They thought it was hilarious. They're like, oh my God, are you serious? Yep. Yeah, yep, we're serious. <laughs> we have... Like, they just couldn't believe it. Fried pickles oh, and yeah. fried zucchini. Oh, I and, love fried pickles. Yep. Oh, yeah. fried zucchini. So if you can count. Fried broccoli and cheese. That's a thing. Those fried like broccoli tomatoes. And, yeah. Everything. Yeah. They just thought it was There's, so funny. They couldn't believe it. Twinkies. Yeah. Oreos. It, you yeah. get fried Coca-Cola. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> How do I know that and you don't? Like, <laughs> I think you have to go to, like, uh, maybe it's the Texas State Fair. Or something like that. Mm. And he's like a world famous fryer. And he fries Coca-Cola and fries butter. Hmm. I would try it. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, Captain Smollett. We don't really like know a whole lot about his character, I feel. But he's very like, he's very much a captain, I think. Yeah. Is he, like, on the good side? Yeah, he's the captain yeah, of the ship. Yeah, he's, like, the okay, really okay. strict one. Got it. Yeah. I just have to say, and I don't mean it because he's the bad guy, I think Long John Silver would be a Slytherin. Oh. Oh, right. I, yes. I forgot that we were sorting he's the that. bad guy. He's, he's super like, cunning. And, and he's very really ambitious, ambitious and he knows what he wants. And, and he goes after it, even if he has to sacrifice yeah. a kid. Yeah, I know. Who but he, he told doesn't was sacrifice the kid in the end. No, he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I had to throw that in there. No, thank you. I totally forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the captain would be maybe a Ravenclaw. I don't know. 
He seems very smart. Yeah, he reserved. He seems smart. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. I guess based on what we can tell of him. Yeah, we don't really know much. I would probably say Ravenclaw. Yeah, I was gonna say of all the Treasure Islands I've ever watched, this one is probably the one that downplays the captain more than I've ever seen in any of the other Hmm. Treasure Island movies. Like he's not as big or as well developed character as some of the other ones, so kind of hard to tell. Yeah. I don't I don't remember who Squire Trelawney is. I just remember loving the name. <laughs> he's the he's the dude that found the map with Jim. Like in, Jim gave it to like, him in the bar okay. with the doctor. Okay. He would be like the financier of the voyage. Yes. Okay. He's basically the one who was like, We're going on this voyage. Got it. We need to find yeah. a crew. Yeah. Okay. And then and he hired the one who hires Long John. Yes. To find a crew. Okay. Well, I really like his name. <laughs> He seems, uh, he seems very, like, driven, but not in a, like, he doesn't think about it way. Like, he's just yeah. like, like, let's do reckless. it. Yeah. A little reckless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, he's the one probably, who gets them in most of the trouble. He's probably a Slytherin. I was gonna say Gryffindor. Oh, Gryffindor can be reckless, too. Yeah, you're right. Right. They don't, they think with their, he- or their heart, not and not their head. Their head. Yeah, that would it. definitely be him. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Gryffindor. Trelawney. Yep. Dr. <laughs> Livesey. Is that how you say it, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I actually liked him. Yeah, I did too. I thought he was handsome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that he was like, he was very kind to Jim. Yeah. And he was a Caring. voice of, he was a very, he was a voice of reason for yeah. the whole group. Mm-hmm. I agree. I would put and he him... did hear a lot about Jim. Yeah. I'd put him in Ravenclaw, too, actually. I was going to go with was... Hufflepuff. Ooh! He's Shout kind. Shout out! <laughs> kind and yeah. caring. Kind and caring. You have to put everyone. somebody in our house. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I like it. The doctor's a Hufflepuff. Um, this is your favorite guy. Ben Gunn. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was awesome. Who is that? A homeless dude. Oh, <laughs> you don't even know his name. I just, I just knew he was the dude with like fur all over him <laughs> and like crazy eyes. Yeah, <laughs> in extreme need of a bath. Yeah, he's yeah, definitely a Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, he is very helpful. He might be a Hufflepuff. Is he? A particularly good finder of treasure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he is. He, I guess he is a Hufflepuff. Is a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I'll take him. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was funny. He was like a good, um, comic relief. Comic relief. Yes, he was good comic relief for the film because there was so much at that point. There was so much like seriousness going on. That, like, it was nice to have him break that up a little bit. Shout out to Jim yeah. for, like, not freaking out when this dude who looks like... Oh, my like- God. I would have probably punched him in the face if he jumped in front of me like that. <laughs> he made me think of um, Alan from Jumanji, who's, like, forced to, like, live in this on this island for so long. And then he gets, like, all overgrown and he, like, he's covered in furs and stuff. Yeah. He's just I crazy. What's that? I thought, a cast- I thought a castaway with Tom uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Except 
more comedic. Oh, Wilson. Oh, Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben Gunn. Ben Gunn. Oh, oh my gosh. Have you ever seen Bridesmaids? Yeah. That's one of our favorite quotes. That's like, that she's like sitting on the couch crying, watching Castaway. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> that's, a movie. that's a really good movie. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Man. Favorite part. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Fried Coke? Yes. We have to go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think the show's on Netflix if you wanted to watch it about the fried food. Yeah. Yeah, I need to. I feel like it's my American <laughs> birthright to watch things about fried food. Yep. <laughs> so favorite parts characters scenes um okay favorite character i'm actually gonna go long john silver because i think that he had the most character development and he was the most interesting to watch out of all of them because i really liked his persona and his character um scene uh, Honestly, I don't really know. I well, okay. I think I really enjoyed the fight scene because I thought that it was done well for the times. Whenever they were like Long John Silver came <laughs> to that like fort, yeah, and then oh, all yeah. of a sudden he was like, "Oh, we're gonna like take you down, basically," and then like all <laughs> of his guys pretty much get killed or run away. So. Yeah. Like, so I, I I appreciated that scene the most. And then when they find the treasure. Because, you know, it's cool to see, like, them reap the benefits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know what my favorites are. Stephanie can go. My favorite character is definitely Long John Silver. I don't know. I just and I just love him. He's funny. As much he's as he's, like, character. a good guy, bad guy, good guy, bad guy. Like, he's funny. Yeah. He's a great character. He's a little gray. He reminds yeah. me very much of um, Snape from Harry Potter. How, like, he is... <laughs> he seems like one of those people that you either love or you hate. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I agree. He's cool. And I think with, like, all his bad qualities, I mean, he does take Jim under his wing and genuinely cares about him. And Yeah. Give, he's willing to give up the treasure at the end of the movie um, to not hurt Jim, which I think says a lot. But And I just a really well-done character. So he's my favorite character. Um, my favorite scene is actually the end when Jim, like, helps John get away. I just love that. I, I love that in every Treasure Island version when he gets away in the end. I just That doesn't always happen in movies where, like, the bad guy kind of wins. So yeah. That's true. I like I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. That reminds Different. me of um like Jack Sparrow. Like he never actually gets caught. He's like just yeah. constantly no one can catch him, no one yeah. can hold him. Yeah. Um, I guess I would go with Long John Silver too, just because I appreciate the pirate side. You know, yeah. it's always fun. Like pirates as we see in Pirates of the Caribbean too, they can be like super baddies or they can be like on the fence, on the edge. Kind of like Jack Sparrow. Like he does some pretty shady stuff. But then he's also like, Definitely. <laughs> but then he's also like, can be a really good guy. So yeah, he reminds me of that a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, favorite scene. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I have one. That's okay. I don't think I have one. Um, how about? 
Uh, well, we could just go in the same order if you want. My le least favorite character. Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the. Uh, the the homeless guy. <laughs> ben Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like he's funny but he's he just kind of like scares me in this like anxiety kind of way how he i don't know she give you the creeps he gives me the creeps <laughs> that's um, fair least favorite scene i i don't know if i really have a least favorite scene I mean, like, everything that they show is pretty relevant to the plot and relevant to the story, so there's not too much, like, extra stuff that seems unnecessary ever, or, like, a bad or super sad scene that would make me not like it. Yeah. I, I Nothing mean, was sad. Yeah. Oh my goodness. My least favorite- I have two least favorite scenes. Um... When Mr. Arrow, they get him drunk and he falls overboard. I think that's like a really shady oh, way. Oh, to... yeah, you're right. That was a... It's a pretty shady way to get rid of somebody. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot did, about I that. I forgot about that. And then, and I know, I, I and it's Long John Silver that does it, but I also don't like this scene where he, like, comes to, like, make, like, kind of, like, make a treaty with them and he sits and tell them to sit down and he sits down on the ground and then nobody will help him up. Oh. Not really. That really bugs me. I just, like... I don't care who you are. I'd probably help you up, and none of them do. And I was actually surprised that in the movie they don't get Jim to help them up like that. I just that part really bugged me. Yeah. See, I'm glad she's on here. She's reminding me of all these things I forgot about. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, I think that I I think actually I have to agree with the Long John Silver scene. That did bother me. I yeah, forgot about that. It made me super uncomfortable. It's like even if he's your enemy, yeah. like help him up. Yeah. It's so, just like a matter of like dignity kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, from a I human mean, the guy, to a human. Yeah, like, the guy legitimately yeah. is missing a leg. It's not like he's yeah. messing around or anything. Yeah. Oh. I agree with that. I agree. And my least favorite character is probably Captain Small, just because he kind of is, like, he's stiff, and I'm a pretty laid-back whatever kind of person, and he's, like, so, like, yeah, I'm not like that at all. So, I if I had to pick that. one, it'd probably be him. Mm. Least favorite character. I can't say Ben Gunn because, like, he was funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's funny. He just, like, gives me the creeps. I don't know. I'm going to say. Can... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I love when he talks in the third person and he's like, Ben Gunn? Ben Gunn? <laughs> ben Gunn has the treasure? Ben Gunn has the treasure? Ben Gunn is smart and got the treasure. Like, I just love it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say. Jim's mom, because where was she? Okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> where was she? Just like let your kid leave. Yeah. First of all, she leaves him to tend the bar. So here's this ten-year-old <laughs> bartender, however old he is, and then she's just like, "Yeah, go on this trip to this treasure island. Sure, these people I've never met before can take care of you." And this Stranger pirate. danger. Yeah. Stranger <laughs> danger didn't exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And least favorite scene, yeah, you know, you guys convinced him and say that it was when they wouldn't help him up. It's just really sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just not right, you know? Yeah, it's exactly. Not... So what did you take away from this movie? Um, don't trust strangers. 
<laughs> Straight up Stranger Danger. <laughs> Especially strangers named Ben Gunn. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> pirates are usually no bueno. They usually mean bad things. Yeah. It's true. It's why they're called pirates. It's not... Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Strange, stranger danger is what I took away from it. And it can be fun to go on an adventure when you're 10. Mm-hmm. Even if your mom doesn't seem like a very good guardian and shouldn't <laughs> let you. It sure looked fun. You do go on your Pokemon adventure when you're 10. True. What is it with yeah, these that's, moms? That's always kind of bugged me, though, when I play the Pokemon games. <laughs> you're like, that's too that an 11-year-old is, like, just going on a home. Like, yeah. Hitchhiking around the world. like Meeting creatures <laughs> that could honestly harm them yeah. very much. <laughs> Poison you and right. scratch you and burn you. you. No problem. <laughs> I don't know what I took away from this. Katie, you're coming up I'm, short I know, today. I'm struggling today. Go ahead while I think. She'll probably just copy uh, your answer. No, yep. I'm I have to, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I have to agree, like, going on an adventure, like, it's, uh, it's just, it gives you, like, these feelings, like, it's just a good adventure movie and you enjoy yeah. it. But the one thing is, you guys talk all the time about how Disney wanted his movies to be timeless. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, considering this movie was made in the ni- in 1950, um, I really enjoyed it. Like, I really enjoyed it. I didn't feel like I was lacking anything. Like, sometimes when you watch an old movie and it doesn't have the same, um, like, CGI and mm-hmm. graphics and stuff that new movies have, it's not as good and you compare it to that. But I genuinely loved this movie and I did find it timeless and still enjoyable after all these years. Yeah. Um. I want to go out and buy it. I, I got my copy from the library, so I, I actually want to go buy it now. So, <laughs> Yeah, I have to say that I'm one of those people who don't normally enjoy what I call, quote, old movies. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm usually pretty critical of them. Like, I can tell really quick if I'm going to like it or not like it. Um And I have to say that most of the Disney live actions, I think I'm going to be okay with because of how he made the films and how um, it's just different. I don't know. Like, he cared about keeping things timeless like that, you know, with the animation. Like, he didn't like that he put out Victory Through Air Power because it wasn't timeless, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. But it was something that he felt he had to make, so he did. Mm. But beyond that, though, like, everything else, I think you could watch at pretty much any age, at any time period, and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, I do, yeah, definitely, I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Ready for my takeaway? Mm Mm-hmm. Follow (laughs) your personal treasure map. There you go. That's a good one. Because it might be scary along the way. You're going to have some trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the treasure, oh boy, it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I like Except when it. Long John Silver like, drives away in a boat with it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> that's not your ending. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, you didn't say jinx. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. 
not a rule. Yeah, it is. I just no. made it up. Whatever. I'm moving on. I think on. you have to say Jesus. Yeah, see? Whose side are you on? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't just go, you owe me a Coke. You have to say Jinx. I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anybody have anything else to add before we move on to this week's Disney Disney memory? I do. I have to say, while watching Treasure Island, I thought that it was an okay movie. But after discussing it, I think I liked it more than I thought that I did. And I think that I want to go back and watch it again. I would agree with that. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's why we have guests on, because they just change our minds. They do. They do. No, I like it. Yeah, I think I definitely I couple- want to watch it again. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, uh, I just have a couple things that I'll add. I looked up, so I thought, like, the bar is called the Admiral Bembo, so I wondered if that was, like, an actual person, and it is. Mm. His name is, and in history, his name is John Benbo, and he was a Navy man, and he actually worked to get pirates, like, put away. Ooh. Um, and then I have, so I wondered about the black spot because that came up in Pirates mm. of the Caribbean too remember? yes yeah and it actually is like created from this book like there is there is a bit of a myth behind it but it's more or less like become a thing because of this book hmm. and then I wondered about this saying smart smart like paint along John Silver says to Jim you're smart like paint oh yeah so I looked it I looked it up and it's about um the only reference I could find is like it's like fresh paint. You're smart and nice, oh, like fresh paint. Smart yeah. as in like good looking. Yeah. Like yeah. a good thing. Got it. Like sharp. Yeah. Yeah. I was and gonna then, say like, uh, is he calling him dull and boring? Like you're watching paint dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, did, I didn't understand it, and I'm like, I feel like that's not a compliment, but they're all taking it like a compliment. <laughs> so I had to look it up. Yeah, and then the then the version I watched, I just have to, I loved that the version I watched was like an older DVD from like 2002, so it had a trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean and Treasure Planet and That's Finding fun. Nemo, and it was so nostalgic <laughs> and amazing to watch those old trailers. And I just had to say that. So. And That's all fun. so related. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like whenever we when I we were watching Cinderella, and they always have like the Disney Fast Play, or you can watch the yes, previews. Yeah. I always watch the previews because it's just like <laughs> brings me back. I think that there was a I think there was an ad for like Lady and the Tramp being re released yeah. or something yeah. and I'm like yeah. oh, I love Lady I think and the that Tramp. Just came out too. I just got that one. Yeah, it did just come out of the vault again. Yeah, I just that bought vault. it on Peter Pan is out right now. For anybody who yeah. needs to go buy Peter Pan for our upcoming episode in a couple weeks, Peter Pan is out of the vault and at Target everywhere. <laughs> So I was gonna say, if you're in the Disney movie club, I think you can get the first one and like the original one and the second one like together. Oh, cool. oh that's neat. I I'm actually, club, so. I actually have returned to Neverland. Oh, really? Well, we just bought it in our big hall that oh, we did. Oh, right. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> our giant stack of movies. Giant yeah. stack of movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready for this memory? Do you want to know what's really sad about Clearly that giant not. stack of We're movies? We're not done. We're not ready for the memory. <laughs> so, like, we bought all of those movies, and a majority of them are, like, smack dab in the middle of our list, so we literally don't need them for, like, 
two years. But we'll need them. Some of them are <laughs> hard to find. Yeah, you got I know, them I know. and you have them. And nothing says you can't watch them before. Right. True. You can prep. I mean, how many times have we watched Cinderella before we actually did Cinderella? Quite a few. Like five. Yeah. Because I love that movie. <laughs> I already watched Alice in Wonderland like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Katie that's, still that's has still... never seen it. Yeah. I have to say my one and a half year old daughter has. <laughs> Blame my mother. I'm blaming her. She went she went on the Alice in Wonderland ride in Disneyland and has never seen the movie. Do you remember the mouse on the ride? That was one thing I remember when I was a kid, the mouse. He's like the Oh, you've never seen the movie, so I guess nah, it doesn't matter. Sorry, I'm we'll useless. find out. <laughs> I'm useless. <laughs> All right. Now I'm ready for our Disney memory. Are you sure? <laughs> No last minute thoughts. Um, hmm. <laughs> too bad. No, I'm good. Too bad. I'm going in anyway. <laughs> so this week's Disney memory comes from Gina Whaley. She says, "A single Disney memory is so hard to choose. I could choose anywhere from breaking my VHS of Pocahontas and my mom pr- promising to buy me a new one. Spoiler alert: I didn't get that new copy until about two years ago." Oh. <laughs> uh, being in a stage production of one of my favorites, Beauty and the Beast, or finally being able to see Disney World during Halloween this past September. Literally the best, the best. time ever to go. But the memory that sticks out the most for me would be my high school band trip to Florida my sophomore year. This trip was the second time I had been to Disney and it holds some of my favorite memories. On this trip, we were able to play through some Disney music and even got to record Trash in the Camp from Tarzan. That's fun. Oh, that's a great song. <laughs> because of this, that is my all-time favorite Disney song. But the main part of this memory is getting to march in the Disney's in Disney's Magic Music Days nighttime parade, which I've never seen. What At the we have, but that's okay. I don't know. At the end of this at the end of the parade, we got to watch the fireworks show over the castle. I'm not sure exactly which show it was, but according to Google, it was Wishes, which is very excited since you both talk about it so much. It was, it was a really great show. It was definitely Wishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, You guys oh. do talk about that one a lot. Because oh. we love it. Because it's literally amazing. <laughs> it's literally part of my heart. <laughs> At the time, I was exhausted, sore, and hated having to march after spending the day in the park. But looking back, it was a very magical moment that not everyone gets to experience. True. Getting to march and play down Main Street was something special and only solidified my love of Disney that much more. Again, thank you for the amazing podcast and the new Disney memories. Thank you for your memory. Yeah. That was cute. My, I got to I see... Like yeah, I got to see my brother when... um Actually, when I was working down there. My brother was in high school and he came down and marched in the parade. And it was really cool to see him do that. And I don't think that he appreciated it as much as you did, Gina. (laughs) He did not. He did not. Is that like a thing? Is that like a thing? Like school students like go in there. That's Mm kind of neat. That's really cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty. Jinx, you owe me another Coke. Um. (laughs) I think you're I think you're up to three now, Katie. I know you are. Um, it's like super popular for high school bands on spring break to go oh, down there and they'll sometimes have two or three a day. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't do it at nighttime anymore. Like she did. They do it during the day now before the, festival before fantasy. the festival fantasy parade. They have like, they have the actual Philharmonic or Philharmonic orchestra come down, which is like the Disney band. 
they come down and do like the classic Disney songs and then they'll follow it usually by one or two or sometimes three high schools and they'll come and like do like with the flag color guard. Is that what they're called? What are they called? Is that like an army thing? Color guard? <laughs> what am I talking about? You know, like the girls who do the dancing with the flags? Yes. Or the batons? I have no idea. Okay. Well, them. They're usually in it <laughs> along with like the band. And this it's is fun. not something we have in Canada that I know of, so. And I feel terrible for them though because it's like it's usually so hot it's and they have hot, like yeah. and they're covered the from heaviest head to toe. outfits. Yeah, like polyester yeah. thick in their hats oh. and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel Ooh. so bad because you can see like all the kids just dripping sweat as they're walking down, but they sound really great. Yeah, so. they always sound so good. Just so that all of you who know all of you know who have done that. It probably felt awful walking in the 90 degree heat, but you guys all sounded great. Uh. So I heard many a bands when I worked in Frontierland on the parade path <laughs> and I always loved because they would always like prepare a ton of Disney songs, obviously, because they're going to play Disney songs yeah. as they march down through Magic Kingdom. So it was like so fun to hear. A lot of them would do like the Mickey Mouse march. zippity doo -dah. Zippity Doodah is super popular. Yeah. I like that song. Yeah. Me too. So thank you, Gina. Yes. Thank you, Gina. And obviously, thank you, Stephanie. Yes. You've been amazing. Thank you for being the voice of reason for Treasure Planet for us. Treasure Island. <laughs> oh, Treasure Island. Oh, sorry. That's Treasure a different movie. Treasure Planet is a different I've been doing movie. that. That's another really head. good movie. That's a good movie. I have not seen it. She um, is basically a fake Disney fan. <gasps> That's a great one. It's even got like, it's one of the main songs is by the Goo Goo Dolls. It's so good. I'll get there. That's another okay. reason I'm doing this podcast because yeah. I'm a fake Disney fan, as Mike calls it. <laughs> well, she just I haven't been to the favorites. park so long, so I guess I'm kind of with you on that. So. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to go to the parks to be a Disney fan. I want everybody to know that. As fun as the Disney parks are, and as much as we talk about them, you're just as much of a fan as we are if you've never been there and you just watch the movies, because that is really the origin of it all. Mm -hmm. That makes us all feel better. Yeah. So. Grown-up kids oh. can be found. Hey, no, this is my <laughs> line. This is my line. <laughs> Grown-up kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher and TuneIn. And now Spotify. Woo! Finally got approved. Literally took like two months. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Spotify being slow. Hashtag speed it up Spotify. Should be Spot called Slowify. Ooh, you can also ask to play Grown Up Kids on your Alexa device, and she will play the latest episode for you if you have an Alexa device. So do it just for fun. Just say, Alexa, play Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and she'll play it. I really wish ours was in here so she would be, like, playing. <laughs> um, so make sure that you subscribe on any of those platforms so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. Thank you for rewriting this for me. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? I thought you did. Okay. Nope, you, you did You can that. also find us on social media and join in on the conversation. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids Disney Podcast and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. You can also join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grownupkidspod to gain access to our bonus episodes. Last week's bonus episode was all about Cinderella 2, so make sure that you head on over to Patreon so that you can listen in to Cinderella 2 and our thoughts on it. 
Um, you also get to watch along with us once a month. We'll pick a movie that we're covering that month and watch it live with you and, like, commentate on it. Um, and if you head on over to our Facebook discussion group, I've posted a document with our comprehensive list of movies that we'll be watching along with availability to be on the show with us. So make sure that you go to the pinned post in our group, check out the availability. I try to update it every day, if not every other day. Um, and it will say if there's one spot left or if that movie's full. If there's nothing next to that movie, that means there's full availability for it. So grab it. Um, so you can comment on that post, email us at, gr- at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com or message us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. I check all of them. Um, and let us know what you want to be on and I'll let you know if it's available. It might not be for four years from now, but you can grab it because <laughs> let me tell you, Incredibles 2 is already full and that movie <laughs> oh is goodness. like in forever. <laughs> so... Um, lastly, make sure that you send us your favorite Disney memories so that you can be featured on the show and you can send those to grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com or message them to us on Facebook. Either way, we get them no matter what. So it can be anything Disney related. Don't forget, it doesn't have to be a park related story. It can be any memory at all. So send it our way and we'll make sure to read it on a future episode. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure to watch Alice in Wonderland ahead of next week's episode. Katie will be watching it for the first time ever. I'm so excited. I really You're am. You're blown away. It's, it's so good. It's really what I've good. heard. Every time I say, this is like the movie that I tell people I haven't seen, and they're just like, <gasps> offended. <laughs> like, <laughs> straight up judging me instantly. So, it'll all be gone after this. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I just can't believe you're going to watch it for the first time. That's, like, amazing. Like- it's, like, it's like reading Harry Potter for the first time again. <laughs> the first time, You know, yeah. like, I'm I'm almost jealous that you get to experience this. Because like I want to remember. I want to experience it again. You can with me. But I've seen it oh. before. <laughs> <laughs> just forget. Yeah. But don't forget. Adults are only kids grown up anyway. this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. <laughs> <laughs>